Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening have even dumped the NBA Finals, stealing a win from the Toronto Raptors in Toronto, but it could have its downside. Swingman Clay Thompson left Sunday night's 109-104 NBA Finals game to win with a hamstring issue. He'll have an MRI at some point on Monday. He does say that he expects to play on Wednesday in game number three. In Major League Baseball, the Minnesota Twins have activated D.H. Nelson Cruz from the 10-day injured list. The Twins have been hitting well with the slugger on the shelf, but now they get to deploy him in their lineup with the rest of their sluggers. And on Monday night, it's the Major League Baseball Amateur Draft. It'll be live on the MLB Network. It gives us a very strange late start to the MLB slate. Three games on the West Coast, all starting after 940. I'm Dan Straffer, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. Message and data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosted formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets bets of up to $1,000 today. The Fantasy Sports Network is hitting you from all angles with the best fantasy sports and betting analysis. You can catch the latest programming on so many platforms, there's no way you'll miss out on any of the award-winning programming we pump out every single day. You can listen through the FNTSY radio app, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher. Download our podcast through iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Audioboom, and you can watch select programming on the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, your only source for fantasy sports and wagering anytime and anywhere. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The MLB draft is tonight, and I think that for most people, they really don't pay a lot of attention to it, especially for people who are listening to our channel, because the fantasy impact on a player who's getting drafted in 2019, you may not see until 2021. The bottom line is here on this show, we not only dive into the reality of fantasy now, We also look into fantasy's future. That and a whole lot more. This is Fantasy Sports Today, and it starts right now. 
Fantasy Sports Today. It's going to take an injury for you to get maximum fantasy value from Zach Gallen. Reality value, there's no doubt. I think he's in this rotation, especially in keeper leagues in 2020. But for the rest of this season, something unforeseen would have to happen for him to make extended starts. And right now, it just doesn't appear that way. All right, welcome back. This is Fantasy Sports Today here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Craig Mish. Good to be back here with you here. For those of you who are listening on demand, appreciate the love for sure. If you're listening to me live and you want to call in the show, Chris tells me that he will say hello to you when you call in. Chris Pavona, my producer on the program, 844-843-6879. That's 844-843-6879 if you want to dial up the show here on our First show of the baseball season, I would say, essentially. And for those of you who missed the first hour of the show, you can go back and listen on demand, fantasysportsnetwork.com. And you can click on my page, listen to the first hour, hear everything that we discussed. And uh, hopefully you guys really enjoy the show because this really this show is really for you. This show is for listeners. I'm going to play the hits on this show. I'm going to talk about things that you guys want to talk about. I'm going to talk about things that I think are relevant in the fantasy sports world today. So that's what we'll do. And speaking of which, every day here on the show at the top of the hour, 105 Eastern, 1005 Pacific, wherever you're listening throughout the country, we have our You Make the Call. In case you missed it, about 30 minutes ago, I open up the floor for those of you who are listening and paying attention on social media to the subjects that we're going to talk about. So real quick, let me bring in my producer, Chris Pavona. And Chris... We allowed people to vote on which three uh, subjects today and which one did they choose. We'll check back in with Chris in a little bit. Let's kind of take a look and hear today's slate on the uh, on the baseball. Okay, so uh, let me let me kind of go through the voting here real quick. Uh, it was, let's see, uh, 62% voted for tonight's baseball. Uh, I voted to talk about Chernobyl. You guys didn't want to talk about that. That's fine. And then only 15% went to Chris's wedding gift, so that shouldn't be a huge surprise. So let's kind of get into tonight's game and take a look at some of the uh, and the possibilities for maybe some options here in DFS or maybe even some betting from that perspective. We have four games tonight. The first game is Angels and Cubs, and uh, it looks like Cam Bedrosian is going to open this one up for the Angels against John Lester. Dodgers and Diamondbacks, it'll be Bueller and Robbie Ray. Uh, Astros and Mariners tonight at 10-10 Eastern, Corbin Martin and Wade LeBlanc. Somehow Aaron Nola is 6-0 this season, even though he hasn't pitched as well as some people would have thought against Eric Lauer of the San Diego Padres. And so the one interesting, well, there's really two interesting names here for tonight that I wanted to get into, and I'm happy that you guys picked the slate to talk about here. Um, the last seven games for Aaron Nola of the Philadelphia Phillies, there's a reason why he went into the season as probably one of the top, let's say, six or seven, eh, probably not five, but let's say six or seven pitchers in all of fantasy baseball. He's made 12 starts this season. He has thrown 64 innings. He has 74 strikeouts. But the one thing that I think that caught people by surprise, at least this year, has been his whip. Now, it has gone down significantly. Over his last seven games, Nola's 4-0 with a 2.50 ERA, 39 innings, 46 strikeouts. He's given up 38 hits. He always gives up hits. But the issue has been the walks. And he has walked 16 batters 
over his last seven games. He's still 4-0. Uh, you know, before the season, when I looked at Philadelphia, I thought that not just Nola, but also Jake Arrieta and some of the other starters on Philly would be really valuable because they would have the opportunity to have a lot of runs scored for them. And that is indeed the case for most of these guys. But I would say, even from Arietta's perspective, he hasn't really pitched as well as I would have thought. I'm probably a heavy owner of Arietta in most leagues. Uh, I'm an owner of NOLA in one league, but that game will be tonight, and it'll be in San Diego. I, I just can't figure out, really, what's going on with the Padres. Sometimes I look at them and I think they have a chance to get the wild card. Sometimes I look at what happened over the weekend against the Marlins and think, man, this team was overrated going into the year. Uh, they also don't have Tatis. Once they get him back, I, I certainly think that will change. The other pitcher that I would target, and both DFS, and we can obviously discuss that if you guys want to also, but in terms of season long, uh, Walker Bueller got off to what I think most people would consider a rocky start. Bueller in his last seven games, three and one with a 3.43 ERA, 41 strikeouts in 42 innings. Overall on the season, his ERA is over four, but he still has five wins. The Dodgers are just playing out of this world. It like doesn't even matter who they have. Uh, I did not think they would be as good as they are, but they're leading the West yet again. The last start for Bueller was against the Mets. He gave up five earned runs in five innings pitch, but previous to that, Six innings, one earned run against the Pirates. Six innings, one earned run against Cincinnati. So I would certainly expect a, a good start from him tonight. Uh, Robbie Ray, on the other hand, for Arizona, has been a little bit up and down. I don't think that should be a huge surprise for anyone. His ERA is 3.59 on the season. Strikeouts are always real good for Ray. He's got 52 in his last 35 innings. 82 on the season and 62 innings pitched. The whip is higher at 1.4. It's also climbing up to 1.58 over his last five starts as well. My guess is that uh, you'll probably get two good starts from Bueller and Ray tonight. And I'm curious to see what Arizona does as the season goes on. When we looked at the Diamondbacks before the beginning of the season, I don't think that there, there were a lot of people that thought that on June the 3rd, you'd be looking at stars on your fantasy team named Cattell Marte, right? Like, I don't think that a lot of people envisioned them to even be a 500 team. But they were, and now all of a sudden, they've kind of fell back to earth a little bit. And that would be another club that I could see making some moves and trading some players. The problem with the Diamondbacks is, even though they've won a couple of games in a row, they were well above 500, they fell back just a little bit. Uh, they uh, Their run differential is plus 48, so that's a really good sign for them. San Diego's is minus 28, so you could make the argument that the Diamondbacks should be ahead of the Padres in the schedule, but we'll just kind of have to see how Arizona decides to play their season out over the rest of the way. I personally don't think that this is a playoff contender, and so that kind of puts you in the position of wondering of players like, for example, their closer, Greg Holland, or maybe some of their other starting pitchers, if they would end up uh, deciding that they wanted to move them. Uh, Astros and Mariners tonight, they'll play that game at 10-10 Eastern. One of my favorite pitchers is on the mound, although he has not been as, as sharp as I thought he would be. Uh, it is so hard to determine which rookie starting pitchers are going to impact your fantasy baseball team. Like I, I think it's almost impossible at this point. If you go back over the last five or six years, who who are the impact starters 
in fantasy that really come on the scene and are able to maintain it. There's just so few. Now, Corbin Martin was one of my favorites. I had a chance to see him play in spring training for many years in Palm Beach. But his starts have really been a little bit, I would say, uneven. So far on the year, 16 innings pitched, 19 hits, and the big problem for Corbin has been home runs. He's given up six home runs. Now, look, Seattle uh, just traded Jay Bruce, and you know which way that they are going, okay? They're not going you know, basically anywhere. I wouldn't expect them to, to really put up a, much of a fight over the rest of the season. But in your season-long league or even from a DFS perspective, if you think that you can trust Corbin Martin tonight after his last two starts are as follows, three and two-thirds, five hits, three and runs, that was against the, uh, the Cubs, Start before that against the White Sox, three and a third, six hits, three earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts. Not exactly enforcing confidence. His ERA on the season is 5.51. The deal with the Astros, and I think going into the year, most of us thought that it would be Forrest Whitley or it would be J.B. Bukowskis who would come up, or maybe even Josh James making starts for them. None of those things really worked out, and they gave Corbin Martin the opportunity. I still like him a lot in keeper leagues, and I believe that I like him a lot long-term, but I think in the short term, this is kind of like a, a stay away from me. In terms of Seattle starter tonight, Wade LeBlanc, he's 2-2 two and two on the season. As I mentioned, the Mariners are really indicating they're going nowhere. LeBlanc has been one of baseball's worst starters. I don't know what happened two years ago where he and Marco Gonzalez were setting the world on fire, but it hasn't happened for LeBlanc this year. His ERA is 6.99, eight walks. 23 strikeouts, we know he's kind of a ground ball guy, but there's no doubt that the Mariners are just going through the motions at this at this point. I honestly don't know how Houston has been able to play as well as they have with all of these injuries, including the wacky one to Carlos Correa. Think about that. Correa, Springer, and Altuve all out of their starting lineup, and they're still able to you know kind of wade through. And, and maintain some some level of consistency. That's just kind of how good that organization is. So uh, we'll have to see if Houston's able to maintain that or if at some point they'll have to make a trade. Jeff Luno, the general manager and vice president of the or president of baseball operations of the Houston Astros, came out about a week ago and said that if they have to dive into another, uh, you know, outside of the organization in order to make something happen, that's, a, that's what they're going to do. So we'll see if that is indeed the case. Uh, the other piece of news, and this doesn't uh, really apply to tonight's games. I think I, oh, I didn't cover the uh, uh, Angels and the Cubs. Angels and the Cubs, uh, Cam Bedrosian tonight. Uh, you know, Bedrosian, once upon a time, a lot of people thought that he would end up being the closer for the Angels. He's now uh, starting and doing some opening for them. Uh, n- really uninspiring in terms of pitching. His ERA is 308. He's going to you know, come in the first, come out of the second. You're not going to use any opener in DFS or even in a season-long league like that. John Lester, on the other hand, for the Cubs, they're playing. You know, they were playing much better until the weekend, until the, they ran into the Cardinals and they wiped them out. Lester's given up seven hits in five innings, four, uh, seven hits in four innings, ten hits in four innings. I mean, he's kind of like your SP. He's kind of like your SP4, I think, in, in some 12-team mixed leagues. But for the most part, he's not somebody that I really want to invest in either. The good news is that, like I said, tomorrow we'll have a full slate of games, and especially on the side of the Minnesota Twins, you have to be excited about the way they're playing. They're just beating up on everyone. It was announced today that Nelson Cruz is coming off the 10-day injured list, which is good news for a couple of my teams. I've been sitting with him injured, basically, for the entire season 
Uh, Smelter will start tomorrow against Bieber, and he'll be back in the Twins lineup as they take on the Indians. I don't know if the Indians can end up catching the Twins. They've already put themselves in really such a poor position. We'll have to end up seeing what happens. Uh, coming up after our show today, by the way, at 2 o'clock Eastern, is full-time fantasy with Adam Ronis and Dr. Roto. They'll be on from 2 to 4 Eastern time. And we'll be back on our show, of course, tomorrow with a lot of uh, news and information every single day from 12 to 2 Eastern, which is basically what we do. We talk baseball. We talk fantasy sports. We talk virtually everything that you want to talk about in the world of fantasy. Uh, on tomorrow's show, Tommy Canely from the New York Yankees will be on the program. And we'll also have one of the uh, stars from tonight's uh, Major League Baseball draft is going to be on the show as well. If you want to dial us up, here's the phone number, 844-843-6879, 844-843-6879. If you have any questions or comments about anything going on in your in your fantasy league. The other thing that happened for me over the weekend was kind of navigating through how at this point I could be either in contention or out of contention in a couple of different leagues. Like, I never use injuries as an excuse, and I just think that's a weak way to go about your business. But I just I, – I, I have to decide at some point which of these players I'm going to end up cutting. Like, I'm rolling out there with, like, six or seven guys on the injured list. I'm not making an excuse. I finish last. I'll be the first one to tell you I suck. But in this particular case, I got to, I gotta like, open up some room to drive in some other players on this team. It's just insane. So when I say that, like, for example, I'm bringing back Travis Shaw and Jeff McNeil on an NL-only team, the reason why I'm doing that is because I got, like, five other guys that I can't even play. Like, there's no one out there on the waiver wire in an NL-only league to do it. And another league sitting with, like, six injured players, that, that's fun. Like, having Corey Kluber and having Nelson Cruz and having Carlos Correa. And by the way, can I speak on Correa real quick here before we go to the break? Every single season, I go into a year thinking the same thing about Carlos Correa. He's going to be the MVP of the AL. He's going to be a superstar. But at one point, at what point, is it fair right now to say that basically Correa is injury-prone? I'm never going to put a Troy Tulowitzki on Carlos Correa. I think that's unfair. And Tulowitzki basically couldn't stay healthy for virtually his entire career. But at what point do you look at it and say that Correa has just basically missed between 20 and 30 games almost every year of his big league career? When he came on the scene as a rookie, I had him in a keeper league and thought to myself, okay, I'm going to have this guy for the next 10 years. He'll win two MVPs. Houston's going to win three World Series, and I'm good. And then he has the problem like getting a massage. Who breaks a rib getting a massage? I know he, had a, he posted a YouTube video with his wife, and they talked about it the other day. And they seem pretty cool and pretty humble about it. And I've gotten to know Correa through the years with him having spring training here where I live near in South Florida. But of all the injuries that I've heard of, this is one of the more bizarre ones. That's for sure. Not like Cespedes is falling into a ditch. Not quite that. But definitely an injury that I did not expect. All right, coming up, more discussion here on Fantasy Sports Today. We will dive in a little bit more to the uh, baseball draft and tell you more about how you can really help win your fantasy team. This is Craig Mitch. We'll be right back. 
With Thermospa's unique built-in thermal filtration system, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon. Call Thermospas today at 800-603-6422 for your free DVD videos and brochure. That's 800-603-6422. Call 800-603-6422 today to take advantage of 0% APR financing. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631-800-961-3631. In this league. Like, you're like, oh, Mario Kart party. It's like, I'm not saying it's like there's a, there's a blue rock out in front of the house and people are strolling around it and it's like, oh, there's a Mario Kart party there. It's just like people will have a party and then a fun social game to play is like a Mario Kart. But that doesn't qualify to me as like a top 10 video game, sports video game of all time. It's, it's also, it's not sports. It's not, you're missing the idea of sport conversation. Saturdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. One. One, two. Check me out right here. Yo. All right, welcome back. Craig Mish with you here on Fantasy Sports Today, our first show here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Good to be with you guys here on a Monday and really happy to be back hosting shows. You know, it is kind of weird for me this time of the year in June to just be watching games and talking to myself it's a little bit strange like I think that my wife and kids are tired of just me saying like me saying to my six-year-old son I think that you should pick up uh, CJ Crone or CJ Crone's brother you know like I think they're tired or uh, tired of hearing me do that and so it was really good news when I got the call 
that the great people here at Sports Grid were going to bring me in to do a two-hour radio show every single day, and I'd be able to use all of my uh, fantasy notes and information to bring that to you. Like that, that made me pretty happy, and I'm happy to be with you guys and hopefully help you guys win. And the other thing that's really important to me is knowing that we all have a place to talk about fantasy baseball. So if you wouldn't mind indulging me on this segment, because I wanted to get to this at the top of the show, but things kind of just slid away from me for a minute. I think that where we're at with with fantasy sports in general, we're going in a very big way. Uh, gambling and sports wagering is also growing in a very big way. You may have heard the news about a month ago here at Sports Grid. Uh, not only do we have a partnership with the Meadowlands, but in addition to that, uh, one with FanDuel, which is going to give us an opportunity to broadcast live from their uh, new casino there. And I'm very, very big into sports wagering as well. For those of you who are unfamiliar, uh, last year and in years past, I've done different wagering segments on my show and also participate in video live streams. Howard Bender from Fantasy Alarm and I do a, a one-hour live stream where we make picks in the Las Vegas Super Contest against the spread in the NFL. I also do college picks as well. We'll do that again this year. So with the landscape changing, I think that my feeling on fantasy sports is it's still going to be where it was, if not better. Uh, I personally view baseball as a sport that is is still has the same interest that it always had. I can't say that I'll look at baseball in 20 years and think that it will be as popular as it is now, but I honestly don't know the answer to that. And at least from the people that I talk to, and the best way that I can engage folks who are listening to me is through social media on Twitter, at Craig Mish. It, it has seemed to me that since I uh, have not been doing a show in the last month for the first time in 10 years, that most of you wanted to, uh, me to do a show. And most of you wanted me to do a show that during the summer sent it around baseball and centered around fantasy baseball. So I just don't understand what all of the, the concern is. In fact, for me personally, it, and, the diff and this is kind of the difference with like fantasy football and, and fantasy baseball, and I, I can talk about it a lot more openly now than I used to be able to talk about it, which is definitely a good thing, is that out of every, let's say, 10 people who play fantasy sports, that are passionate about fantasy sports. Let's let's use that as an example. And let's use season-long leagues now as an example. The uh, the great guys at Daily Roto, Drew Dinkmeyer and, and his team there, they do a phenomenal job of DFS. I'll be the first one to tell you that I'm not a huge DFS expert, a DFS guy. The two things that I covet the most would be season-long leagues in fantasy and sports wagering. That's That's kind of my wheelhouse there. And so as an example... If there are, let's say, on the, the easiest scale of discussing it, there are 10 people that you know that are very passionate about fantasy sports, and they're very passionate about their season-long fantasy league. And out of those 10 people that you know, let's say eight of those people are very passionate about fantasy football, and there are two people that are very passionate about fantasy baseball. 
Now, there are also some very smart people who play fantasy basketball in season-long leagues, and I'm sure that people play uh, season-long fantasy hockey as well. I, I, I have no doubt. By the way, NASCAR, golf, those are all great sports, both from a DFS and season-long perspective. I have no doubt that they somehow fit into this big pie chart of people who play fantasy sports. I'm convinced of that, and I'm not ignoring that. But let's just say, in common terms, 10 people play fantasy sports, you sit them in a room, you do a poll, eight of them basically say that, uh, that they play fantasy football. Now I'm passionate about fantasy football. Okay, fine. So you guys are great. Now you ask them the question, the other two people, what are you passionate about? Well, I'm passionate and I'm passionate about fantasy baseball and I play fantasy leagues. And there's only two out of those 10. That is probably a fair makeup as to how I would ex explain the landscape of where we're at. But there's no reason to just ignore <laughs> those two people that are that love fantasy baseball. And that's the way that I have always viewed this. Is that is that and I love fantasy football just as much as you guys and I play it and and I'm in dynasty leagues and I'm in season long leagues and redrafts or money and non money. I, I do it just like you guys do it. But for me, I've always wondered if there's a small group of people during the part of the season that means the most to you, why can't I covet that and why can't I grab those people who are interested in doing it? And so I believe that's kind of why I'm here in June and July and even into August, that when you guys need help and you need information on your teams, I want to make sure that there's somebody that's going to be able to help you with it. That's not to say that there, that others aren't, and that's an indictment on anything that I've done in the past or no determiner of anything that I'll do in the future. There may be one day where where some sponsor comes in and, and we want to talk about uh, fantasy golf here on the show, and I'd be very happy to do that. But with me having the opportunity to kind of dictate what I'm going to talk about, the best analogy that I could give you is that, and, and maybe this is more for uh, terrestrial radio than anything else, but if you turn on a terrestrial radio station and you want to hear rock music, you you probably would get upset is if out of nowhere they started playing reggae on the show. And so uh, rock music is kind of like baseball right now. Like baseball is happening, and it's happening right now, and there are games right now. And whether or not it moves the needle from a scale of 1 to 10, there are so many of you who still care and who, who are still playing that I want to make sure that I take care of you. And if, if two out of every 10 people that are super passionate about fantasy baseball and they want to be able to discuss it, for the rest of the season, I want to be able to discuss that with you. I don't want to have to change. Um, and, and I never did want to have to change. Now, when we get to September and the games begin and we get to August, and those of you who are drafting in your redraft fantasy leagues, Dynasty is another animal and a, another, a completely different example as to how this works. But if we're discussing redraft fantasy leagues, the only game in town right now outside of the NBA Finals and the NHL Stanley Cup, maybe WNBA, CFL, I know there's soccer, okay? I'm, hopefully I didn't miss your favorite sport that I'm talking about. But the only game in town that is happening on a nightly basis is baseball. And so I'm hopeful 
that with the powers that be here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network kind of understanding that and recognizing that is that I can find a home and build a home for you to know that on a daily basis from 12 to 2 Eastern, that's what we're going to be talking about here. If something happens in the world of football that is necessary to discuss, Chris Bavona, my producer, will get in my ear and he'll tell me, hey, this guy got suspended or, hey, this guy got traded or, hey, this guy got cut, and we'll spend some time on that too. But there's no action. There's no actionable occurrence that's happening with that unless you're playing in, let's say, a best ball fantasy league. I know a lot of you play in those uh, best ball fantasy football leagues too. I get that. But if you can't take action on any of these things, then the discussion is more left for those debate shows, right? Where the two guys are just kind of arguing with each other back and forth constantly. You've seen them on ESPN and Fox Sports 1. And that's just the world that we kind of live in right now where everyone likes to have those debates and talk about that on shows. And I get that, and that works. But if I'm on a fantasy sports channel such as this, I need to give you actionable information. I need to tell you when players are coming up and when they're going down and players that you can cut, players that you can add, players that you can target in your fantasy sports league. And so that's basically, in a nutshell, what I'm, what I'm going to try to accomplish here on this show. Um, you know, whether or not that's something that works or not, we'll, we'll still, you know, that that's to be determined. That's what we're going to try and figure out. But it will be an interesting ride because for those of you who have felt for many, many years that I would have, you know, disappeared or not been able to kind of carry you to a title, those days are gone. You have no more excuses because social media is a great place to get content. And this channel is going to be your number one place to get fantasy baseball content through the rest of the season. That's what we are creating here. When everyone's fighting over the football crumbs, I'll be right there with you. But for the next two months, every single day, for the next two hours, we're going to do things that are going to help you win. We're going to find players on the waiver wire that you can pick up now before any of your league mates find them. And starting tomorrow, we're going to start bringing on people, coaches, players from all around the league that you can hear from, that I'll be able to ask them, not just about them, but other people that are around them on, that are on their team. And that's really important to me. First show, I, I kind of wanted to just, you know, go into the shallow end of the pool. But starting tomorrow, we will, without a doubt, uh, dive into the deep end of the pool uh, here on the show. Uh, tonight, as soon as this show is over... What am I going to do at 2 o'clock Eastern? Well, I'll take a deep breath. Maybe I'll have a glass of wine <laughs> after the show is over. But after that, what I'm going to be doing is covering the Major League Baseball draft tonight. For those of you who are unfamiliar with me and my work, I've been fortunate to cover Major League Baseball in South Florida since 1996. And what I do is I'm able to kind of uh, attend Major League Baseball games. And I think that... Most people who are fantasy experts don't really get that opportunity to go inside clubhouses, to ask players, to ask executives uh, about the players that you have on your teams. Like that's you, you've been playing in a season-long league for 20 years. Imagine you, you, you're, you're the player in your league, and you're in a 12-team league, and now somebody says, hey, you pick any team in Major League Baseball, you can go in that clubhouse, and you can ask questions to anybody you want. 
Like you may be a little bit nervous, but inevitably you'll have a list and you'll put that together and you'll probably get some good information. So that's essentially what I do. And I, and I cover the Miami Marlins. I have a podcast called Swings and Mishes that essentially covers the Marlins. So you know that you're definitely taken care of as far as that goes. So I will be tonight at Marlins Park covering the draft from Miami's perspective. But let me just kind of give you some of the players that may be involved both from a reality and fantasy perspective for those of you who are playing in Dynasty Leagues. I didn't want to spend two hours on a Major League Baseball draft because I'm not going to sit here and tell you that fantasy football right now is not actionable and then tell you that a Major League Baseball draft is because that's not the case. I'm, I'm not trying to, to fool you into thinking that, that tonight's draft is going to be huge for fantasy this year. But at least if you start to get to know the players now, it may not shock you when you're playing in one of these NFBC leagues where you have to draft like 50 dudes. And in two years from now, you may remember and say, hey, I remember the first show Craig Mish ever did on Fantasy Sports Today. I remember that name of that player that was, uh, that was out there. So the first pick in the draft tonight looks like it's going to be Adley Rushman, the catcher uh, who's going to go to the Baltimore Orioles. Most people feel like he's going to be the first pick overall. He's a great offensive player and also a great defensive player. So we will put, since he's from in college, we'll put the clock on him somewhere around 2021. The comparison that's being made is that this is the best offensive catcher maybe since Joe Maurer has come up. And for uh, those of you who played fantasy for a long time, you know how valuable Joe Maurer was as a catcher in fantasy. Unfortunately, when he uh, got moved to first base and lost all his power, he was just a, a non-entity in terms of fantasy. But go back and take a look at Joe Maurer's first five years of his career and tell me that you wouldn't want that and you wouldn't want that keeper because Maurer was going in the second round of fantasy drafts at one time. Bobby Witt Jr. will probably be the second overall pick tonight. At least he's the consensus. This is the son of Bobby Witt. I'm sure you may at one time have invested five bucks in, in Bobby Witt Sr.'s 1986 Topps traded cards like me. That was great. Instead of getting chess pieces, I was getting Bobby Witt cards. I can throw them away, but he's a very nice guy. And his son is going to go to the Kansas City Royals tonight. He's in high school, so we're looking at three years away. Then things get really interesting. You have Andrew Vaughn from California, uh, J.J. Blade from Arizona State, and then you have some high school kids who may go after that point, whether it's Riley Green or C.J. Abrams. Those two names you won't probably have to know in fantasy for another three years. Vaughn and Blade, depending on where they go, could have an impact within two years. Remember, the White Sox ended up taking... Nick Madrigal, and I'll talk about in the next segment some of the players who were taken previously that may end up having an impact in a couple of years or maybe even next year. And then the best fantasy impact pitcher that's going to be on the radio, uh, excuse me, on the radar, I'm on the radio, is Nick Lodolo from TCU. So keep an eye on, uh, on him as he may end up going potentially to the Cincinnati Reds. It would seem to me that's a good spot for them considering the Reds uh, almost have you know, virtually no pitching. So what we'll do is we'll come back after this quick timeout and we'll go take a look at the 2018-2017 fantasy drafts and see if any players were taken in those drafts that are, that are playing in the big leagues right now and whether it's worth even paying attention to tonight's draft based on that. Also on tomorrow's show, a player who's going to be taken in the first, I think, 25 picks tonight. 
is Greg Jones Jr. He's a shortstop from North Carolina, Wilmington. I don't know where he's going to end up tonight, but he's going to get taken. He'll join us on tomorrow's show here on Fantasy Sports Today. We'll take our final time out here of the show. When we come back, we'll dive into some exit velocity. I'll tell you what that's all about and also recap the last couple of years' draft. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mitch. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Put your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Rain dance! Make it rain. What we didn't expect is you lost Clay Thompson, Steph Curry to be sick. We didn't expect 28 really productive minutes from Boogie Damn Cousins. But what we ended up getting was a champion. We got the Golden State Warriors showing you why they are going for number three. You're a champion until somebody beats you. But the golden opportunity slipped through Toronto's fingertips. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called TheBestDate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at TheBestDate100.com. That's TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com. The following ad contains shocking material. Listener discretion is advised. Is someone in your family playing a dangerous game of Russian roulette? Over 43,000 people die a year from drug overdose. 120 people a day. Five people every hour. One person every 12 minutes. 88,000 people die every year from alcohol abuse. Over 240 people a day, 10 an hour, one person every six minutes. Somebody you know may be next. Learn how to help someone you love get away from the drugs, alcohol, and bad influences. With the FMLA, people can take a leave of absence from their job and still keep it. Call now and learn how we can help you. 866-484-9621 866-484-9621 That's 866-484-9621 Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Blink for the Fences playing Daily Fantasy Baseball with DailyRoto.com. Become the eighth Daily Roto lineup optimizer user to win a million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament or become one of the countless number of people who have won thousands of dollars playing DFS. If you're playing MLB DFS and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. 
Enter promo code FNTSY for a 10% discount, and you'll get lineup alerts, projected ownerships, percentages, weather updates, fantasy projections. Use some of the same daily road up lineup optimizers that have produced millions in DFS winnings. That's the 2019 MLB Daily Roto Premium Package at DailyRoto.com. Use promo code FNTSY and get your 10% discount today. The phone number to call here on the show is 844-843-6879. My name is Craig Mish. This is Fantasy Sports Today. Today is our first show of what promises to be one of the fun entities for me. This is uh, brand new for me, guys. This is... uh, the first time that I've hosted a radio show on FNTSY after doing another show for nine years. So I'm excited to be with you guys and kind of see what there is to come. And I definitely want to thank everybody who's listening either live or on demand to listening uh, to my show because it definitely uh, means a lot to me for those of you to kind of, uh, you know, continue to follow my career and follow what I'm doing. And hopefully some of the information that I'm able to give you over the next let's say, decade of now time, hopefully, that I'm here with FNTSY will be the same. Thanks again to, especially to uh, David Katz, the uh, Elvis Duran uh, group, as well as Lou Mayone and Mike Cardano, all the people who have brought me in, and my producer, Chris Bavona, who's been especially uh, nice as well putting this together. We have, uh, coming up in a few minutes, we'll do our exit velocity segment, which is basically, essentially, my hot take of the day. I wonder if Chris has a hot take of the day. We'll see if he has one, too. Uh, going back to the uh, MLB draft real quick, I want to to dive into 2018 and 2017. For those of you who are wondering, do you are, are there any players that were drafted in the last couple of years that are on the radar in fantasy? So this way, when you're watching tonight, if you are watching at 7 o'clock Eastern on MLB Network, that these are players that uh, were taken the last couple of years that could end up being fantasy impact players. Okay, so here we go. Long story short, too much explanation. Casey Mize, starting pitcher for the Detroit Tigers. He is dominating the minor leagues. There is no doubt that next year, I would say 2000, uh, 2020, we'll see his debut. I don't. I would not think that they'll call him up in September, although they could, but he's not going to have any impact on your fantasy baseball team. Maybe if you wanted to... Uh, collect uh, collect his rookie card. It would be a, a smarter thing to do and cash in on that when he comes up. But beyond that, Casey Mize of the Tigers is going to be a dominating pitcher for a long time in the big leagues. He was taken uh, first overall, 2018. Uh, Nolan Gorman of the St. Louis Cardinals saw him a little bit in spring training. And I think that you're looking at a 20 to 30 home run bat. He's playing in high A for St. Louis. Or uh, and, and I think eventually Gorman is going to be in the big leagues, but I don't think it'll be this year. He did get a couple of spring training at-bats that I saw. One, he had a home run off Max Scherzer. He was a first-round pick in 2018. Circle that name in your dynasty league uh, for the future, Nolan Gorman of the Cardinals. Jerry Kalenic, I would assume that some of you know who he was. He was taken by the Mets last season in the first round and then traded to Seattle in the Edwin Diaz-Robinson Cano deal. Kalenic is still very young, but they already have moved him to double A, I believe. So there is a, certainly a chance that in June of 2020, if Seattle wanted to get aggressive, we could see him. Nick Madrigal from LSU is just tearing up the White Sox system, although he's only in high A. 
Madrigal was drafted in 2018, 16 steals already on the season, a supreme keeper league type player and someone that you want to consider for, I would say, as soon as late 2020 and beyond. The imp- and I'll go into 2017 here in a minute. But the important thing to know about uh, the draft, the two distinct differences, if those of you are paying attention to it, when, when a team takes it, – it's not as much about the path. As, like in the, the NFL, NFL draft, when we're paying attention, we're looking at, like, let's say, a second or third round running back or a wide receiver that's taken, and then you look at the team and say, oh, like, that's a great spot. Like, oh, the two tight ends from Iowa, where did they end up? Who were the tight ends – uh, on the teams that Noah Fant and Hawkinson ended up in. Like, that that's kind of the go-to when you're looking at the NFL draft. In the Major League Baseball draft, what you're looking at is, especially in the for immediacy, which players in college went in the first two or three rounds? Which players at a university are on a big league team and are taken in the first couple of rounds? Because those are the players that you're going to be paying attention to in the future. That's the biggest piece of advice I could give. Now, that being said, the percentage, again, out of all of you who are playing in redraft leagues is probably 90% as opposed to the 10% of you who are playing in dynasty leagues. But here on the show, we take care of everybody. So keep that in mind. Always the college players first. If you're looking, if you're in a position in your dynasty league where you can win in the next couple of years, if you're more in a rebuilding mode, then you would take one of the high school players, like, for example, Bobby Witt, who probably won't be in the big leagues for three or four years. Also, let's also not forget about international players. Last year we saw Juan Soto of the Washington Nationals at 19 years old make his major league debut and almost win rookie of the year. Ronald Acuna at 20 years old last year, international player. And so you can't even discount age at this stage of the game. They all have a chance to succeed. Now, there are players who have made the big leagues from the 2017 Major League Baseball draft. And here they are. Kyle Wright from the Atlanta Braves was a top 10 pick. In fact, I ended up taking him in a couple of leagues this year, and that did not work out. He has not looked great. And so they sent him back to the minor leagues, but he was in the 2017 draft. Keston Hero was called up in May. You should know, if, you, if you're listening to me, you should know who he is. The Milwaukee Brewers second baseman, who has also been hitting very well, hit a home run over the weekend. Travis Shaw is coming back. Mike Moustakas has been banged up a little bit. I don't know if that's just the swap there where they could put Shaw back at third and Moustakas injured. I I just don't know how serious it is at this point, but Hira's not going anywhere. And he was taken in the 2017 draft. So, again, think about that. Within two years, this kid is already in the big leagues, and we're talking about using – you know, 15% of a fab budget if you play in a league like that to pick up a player. Uh, Second-round pick, uh, Corbin Martin, who we talked about earlier in the show. He's starting for the Houston Astros right now. He was taken after their first-round pick, J.B. Bukowskis, but Martin was phenomenal in the minor leagues and a, a draft pick from just two years ago out of Texas in college. So Wright, Cura, and Corbin Martin are at least the ones that are making an impact in terms of playing time in the big leagues, and this is within the last two years. The other names from that draft who I think are going to make their big league debut relatively soon, when Joe Adele gets healthy, he has a chance on the Angels to be maybe the most impact player in this draft, and wouldn't that go figure that they would have Adele and then Trout from the past too? But Adele has been hurt and hasn't really made an impact in the minor leagues this year, but he needs to be on your radar for sure. 
Mackenzie Gore, starting pitcher from the San Diego Padres, another top 10 pick. Uh, I think there's a chance we end up seeing him at the end of the season, but I don't foresee him pitching in the big leagues until very late in the year, if at all. The Padres have not been shy about putting their kids in the big leagues. We saw that with Tatis opening up the year with the team. But Gore is probably their best starter in their organization. And I would guess he would be a factor in 2020 more than he would be this year, but we'll have to see. And then the final uh, player is the two-way player that the Tampa Bay Rays took. And there's already some rumblings that Brendan McKay is going to end up making his Major League debut for the Rays this year. And if he does, look out because this kid can definitely pitch. I'm not sure about the hitting part of it, but if I'm playing, for example, in an AL only or a 15-team league, I got to just stash this kid just to see what he could end up doing. The Rays uh, are not fading. I mean, yeah, they got swept by the Twins, but we're sitting here in June, and they have a legit shot not just to get to the postseason, but to get deep into it, and I think they'll go all in on this year especially if the Red Sox are going to keep floundering around the 500 mark. I think there's a legit chance that Tampa Bay is an adding type team. So Brendan McKay would be another player to keep in mind. Although as it pertains to the Rays, very similar to the conversation that I had about the Rockies earlier in the show, the Rays are not afraid to call up and send their guys down. They are not afraid to platoon players. We have seen Lau and Lowe come up play a little bit, some not. You, you just don't know what they're doing. The one thing that we do know is that Austin Meadows has been uh, arguably one of the biggest fantasy stars here in, uh, in 2019. So hopefully that, uh, that draft gives you a little, that the draft discussion gives you a little bit of an idea as to how to view it tonight. Uh, that's a little bit more of a deep dive for those of you who are big baseball fans as opposed to the average fan maybe that are in a 12-team uh, you know, or 15-team mixed league for those of you who are playing in redraft leagues. I get it. A little bit deeper into it. But at least from my perspective, that's what I'm here to do, is to dive deep into some of these topics. So hopefully you can have a better understanding as to what the draft will look like when you see it tonight. And if you follow me on Twitter, at Craig Mish, tonight I'll be covering it. I'll, uh, I'll have some you know, words from the uh, Marlins on whoever they take. And then tomorrow here on the show, I'll, I'll dive back in a little bit, maybe for five minutes, and just kind of you know, tell you who I think may have an impact in the future. That's for sure. But before we get out of here on the show, we have uh, one final little bit to play, something that Chris and I came up with here, and it's called uh, Exit Velocity. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! Exit Velocity. Nice Velocity. Now, here's the problem with Exit Velocity. Now, I like to have opinions. I like I like the song too. You can keep pumping this, Chris. I I think that the thing with me is that I like to have takes and strong takes. But when I'm doing like hot take radio, I always feel a little bit funny that that like, like some of the stuff is such nonsense, right? right? But the exit velocity for me today, and so this is like my kind of hardest hitting uh, piece of of the uh, of the of the segment of the show and it may have nothing to do with fantasy baseball and by the way uh, it's not something that I really advocate a lot is just coming up with nonsense but here's the truth how in the world is it possible that we have sunk so low into the boxing community that we're seeing that the fight and this is no indictment whatsoever of Dazen okay but that's where the fight was on on Saturday night now Look, 
the digital community and to and look and look at the show that I'm airing. I'm airing digitally, right? I'm airing on the FNTSY app. I'm airing on the iHeartRadio app. I'm airing on TuneIn. And Mike Cardano will tell me I'm airing on a million other places that I don't understand. But we're talking about the heavyweight championship of the world. And with Ruiz winning the championship, basically on an app. And again, okay, I'm all in on technology and I'm all in on viewing it. But if we're going to say that, as an example, and some people will say that fantasy baseball is not what it used to be or fantasy baseball is not as popular as it used to be, look at where we're at with boxing, man. Like, I remember the days where Mike Tyson would fight and everybody would gather around and we would go to somebody's house and watch it and pay the 99 bucks for it. And even beyond that, all of the great prize fights. And I'm not saying that this fight by any means over the weekend was supposed to be a great fight. But the way that I found out that this happened was basically me being on social media, on Twitter. And maybe that's more of an indictment of me, that I just don't get how the future is going to be as it pertains to viewing and watching sports. Now, I'll also be the first one to tell you that a lot of the sports watching I do is on my phone or it's on my iPad. But you're telling me that arguably the biggest upset or the second biggest upset that we've seen in boxing over the last 10 years wasn't even on TV? I I, I, I still like boxing. I still think it's a lot of fun. And I still like watching it. But, man, we have really just kind of punted on that sport entirely. And MMA is so huge now. And, of course, we have shows here that break down MMA and there's you know DFS that you could play with MMA as well but it just kind of makes me sad as we end the show to say that for people who say that boxing is dead I gotta say you guys may be right <laughs> you guys may be right because if I can't just you know if and now if I have an Apple TV or some uh, kind of smart TV of course then I can just pull up the app and I can watch it anytime but there's something to be said for knowing where something is and I never would have watched Ruiz's comeback had I not been aware that this was going on on social media online at the time. And I didn't catch it live either. I had to go back and watch it. So let's just kind of find a way for, I guess, Craig Mish to get more awareness as I get older and find out where I'm seeing things or how I'm seeing things. Because if I'm going to be doing a radio show digitally for you guys every single day of the week from 12 to 2 Eastern, you guys have to keep me in the loop for being cool. Once I stop being cool here on the show, and then that, that kind of eliminates the, the whole allure to it. Uh, coming up on tomorrow's show, we will have uh, a couple of different new elements to the program. We will have a, a guest from Major League Baseball on the show, one of the, uh, the uh, great bullpen arms of the New York Yankees. Tommy Canely will join us here on the show. One of the players that's going to be drafted in the draft tonight will also be on our program tomorrow. And then, in addition to that, we'll have a very special guest that's going to play a little uh, three-up, three-down with us on the program as well. So those of you who are listening to the show for the first time, let me say without a doubt, thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the support that you certainly have given me over the course of my career. And there would be nothing more special to me to be delivering a program for you guys that you could listen to and enjoy every single day. That is my goal. I will not stop until we get there. We will build this show. We will make this show your favorite show anywhere in the country as it pertains to talking fantasy sports. 
My name is Craig Bish. we got full-time fantasy coming up next. I look forward to speaking to you guys tomorrow at noon right here on Fantasy FNTSY Radio. Don't go away.